It's time for Golf DMV, highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and anywhere else they travel. If you love golf and like to laugh, Golf DMV is your place. This ain't your stuffy, snobby, boring golf show. It's Golf DMV. Welcome back to Golf DMV, brought to you in part by Cache Spine Sports. You can learn more about Dr. Smith at uh, uh, GolfDMV.com. You can learn more about, about her and her sponsorship and get your neck right, get your back right. Conveniently located off uh, the Capitol Beltway, New Hampshire Avenue there in Silver Spring. Uh, and when you go there, let them know that Golf DMV sent you. Someone recently went there and did not let her know that Golf DMV sent her. Although I guess she mentioned Lawrence's name. Right. So I guess, you know, you put two and two together. Where right. does anyone get that whole two and two together? Where does that, where did that come from? It's like you put one and one together. Isn't that? I, I guess math class. I guess somebody. Yeah. <laughs> class, you put two and two together, which makes yeah. no sense. And then maybe she, maybe she figures it's golf DMV. But again, if you go and you heard about it on the show or from someone on the show, mention it. Like, like Mr. Tony says on his show, use the code people. Like it's there for a reason. Use the code. Save Help the us show. out. Yeah. Exactly. Of course, we've got LB, we've got Vern, and we've got our brother Lou Naylor from Where'sMyMeeting.com, a new sponsor here on Golf DMV. Lou, welcome to the show. He's going to join us for the entire show. We're going to talk a little bit of uh, golf with Lou and then uh, ask him uh, some questions about his meeting, about his uh, company, Where's My Meeting. Basically, here's the thing. It, this is, it's a whole new world with the virtual meetings, and then we've got hybrid meetings where you where you do things virtually online, and, and but there's a live component. There's all kinds of stuff that people do. Don't be the guy trying to figure it out during the meeting, and you're unplugging this, plugging that, trying to figure out why the video's not working or why the audio's not synced. Leave it to the professionals. Go to where'smymeeting.com, and you can learn more and get a professional to do it, so you don't have to look like you know just the, the, the jerk or the idiot. They don't know what they're doing. But we'll talk to a little bit a little bit later about that. We've got a lot of stuff coming up uh, to talk about number one the guys did go to lp and they played from up close we'll have those results uh coming up later also some apga stuff i've uh i still haven't touched my golf clubs um and i'm thinking about i'm <laughs> so i'm still going to play but i have a theory of what i'm going to do for the fall okay. and i'll see what the guys think about this uh coming up but first uh, uh lb we've got a couple of shout outs we want to do number one for our mutual friend brenda gilbert mm-hmm. and then two for king go right ahead yeah, our friend, uh, friend of the show and personal friend of mine for, I think I've known Brenda now probably 45 years, which tell you how old we are. Um, she lost her mom this past week, so we definitely want to send our condolences to her and her family. Uh, like, again, I've known her and her mom, you know, pretty much all my life. So uh, it's, it's tough news to get, but, you know, uh, yeah, our condolences to Brenda. Um, and secondly, uh, Shout out to our DJ. Our theme music is produced and created by uh, DJ King C. Uh, he tore his Achilles tendon. Uh, actually, he tore it on September, on Labor Day, uh, Monday, but he didn't go to the doctor for three weeks or two and a half weeks. <laughs> now, number one, um, did he disclose how he did it and would he be comfortable with you sharing with us and the millions of people who listen to this podcast? Right. Like exactly he he did happened. tell me, I, cause I inquired, that was my first question, but how'd you do that? Mm-hmm. And actually he was, he, he, he walks a lot. He's an exercise routine and he was just basically just tripped, stumbled over some loose, um, concrete, you uh-huh. know, and just, you know, just enough to tweak it and pop and there it goes. Um, so yeah, so he's he's having surgery uh, this coming Thursday. Matter of fact, 
uh, to repair that. So shout out to him. Uh, those of you on Instagram, you can follow him at Bolo Kitchen underscore 2.0. He's an avid poster, and some of them, some of them will make you laugh. So yeah, uh, check him yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully, quick, quick recovery for the home. No, it won't be quick. It's, okay, it's, it's Achilles. There's no, there's no shortcut to that. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no hope for quick recovery here, Vern. So no sunshine yeah. on that. It'll be just going to stop it out there, right? Yeah, yeah. I try. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh, King. For try to be positive. Uh, you know, good luck with your long road to recovery. Yeah, yeah. terrible, yeah. terrible. Twelve injury. weeks. Twelve weeks in the cast. Yeah, we a long, time. long, painful and disruptive yeah, yeah. Uh, recovery. But the uh, good thing is, fall is not summer. I mean, it could be worse. right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So we've got our buddy Lou Naylor on. And before we get to where's my meeting dot uh, com, Lou, how long is we played golf with you? I mean, you reached out to the crew. We played with you. I think the first time we played was probably was at Lake Presidential. That was the first time we all played together. And the guys went back late to LP. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, uh, when did you first start playing golf? Uh, well, for starters, I'd like to say thank you all for having me here. Um, I've been listening to the podcast for a while now. And uh, I'm a huge fan and, and I'm just glad to be here and, uh, you know, to, to be a sponsor of the show as well. But um, I started playing in 2019. Uh, I got introduced to the game by my uncle. Uh, he had been trying, well, really both of my uncles, they've been telling me to come out and play. You know, it's just one of those things. They're a little bit older than I am. Um, and they, they're just, they were just telling me how great and fun of a game it was. And I was just like, yeah, okay. You know, yeah, all right. You know, I've been to the driving range. I don't know how to hit the ball at all. I mean, it's, it's not like, it's not like a game, like, you know, basketball or whatever, where you can just go somewhere and hone your skills for free. Right. Well, it's not yeah. And then, then the whole concept of, you know, going out to some <laughs> random location every time you want to go play this sport and that location being different. And on top of that, it, taking two to four hours per every time you go out there it just didn't really wasn't anything I was really interested in until I went out for the first time and going out there and you know he he, he gave me a a set of you know each one teach one hand-me-down clubs um and just from there it was, you know horrible bag and I, I didn't care you know I went out there the first time and it's when you hit that first shot man like you don't you have no idea how to play you, you know doing the whole tweaking thing like you know we'll try this try this I don't know what I'm doing but once that one shot clicked, it's like, oh, I got I to gotta keep going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, uh, as you say that, Lou, I'm thinking about it. And uh, if I had to sell, some, sell golf to somebody, like some aliens, it's a tough sell. Like, there's really not a whole <laughs> – there isn't a whole lot. I was trying to think. I was like, no, it's more than that. I was like, no. So you pretty much have to be like, hey, just hit, just hit a ball well one time and see right. if you like it. Mm-hmm. And if you do, then everything else, the time, the investment, the money – Man, but, exactly. but the fellowship with the, with the homies though is also crucial, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and um, speaking of the fellowship, like it's just that's that's one of the great things about this game. I mean, anyone can play it once you get out there. Like, uh, I went and uh, played last weekend when I went down and got married, and a couple of, couple of of my guys who had never played before they went out and played, and they're like, "You mean I can I can you know come to the golf course and drink and smoke and talk trash and, and yeah. still get exercise?" <laughs> I mean, like. It, it, it just, it's just it, it's more appealing than you than you originally think right. it is you yeah, know what i mean 100 and um yeah so i got into it two years two years ago and and me me and my brother we just hit the ground running man just playing buying spending thousands of dollars unnecessary <laughs> <laughs> right well that, i mean but that's such a great point and Vern does bring a, a great point like and maybe we'll talk about this on an upcoming show like if you had to sell golf to someone how would you do it because it is a tough sale. It, it yeah. takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of money. It is very frustrating. It's yeah. not an easy game. And 
You know, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, that, 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 that's, you know, such a great point. And so what are some of your favorite courses to play in the DMV? Uh, my favorite courses are, I really liked Blue Mash. Um, I'm going to try to pick one from every area. I like Blue Mash. Um, I haven't played too many Montgomery County courses, except for me and a, uh, I don't know if that is Montgomery County, where we want uh, Musket Ridge. Um, it's uh, Frederick. Frederick. Oh, okay, Frederick. Frederick out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Potomac Shores. That's probably one of my favorite courses out in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, for PG County, <laughs> pick one of the two. Friends of Oak Creek, my genius. That's it. <laughs> Oak Creek. I, I like Oak Creek. And a new one I played actually was a uh, Eisenhower out in uh, Annapolis. That's the one with no bunkers. Yes, that was that was How way was more fun. Than I thought it was way more fun than I thought it would be. Like okay. the fact that you know. The whole no bunkers thing, I thought that was going to kill me, but it, it didn't. It was, it was just a whole different style of play. But it was a lot of fun. What was the condition like? Because I know they, they uh, had some issues a few years ago. That they very come very back. good. It was, it was top-notch when I went there. Um, oh, and okay. They had, like, the putting surfaces that are supposed to be exactly how mm-hmm. – like, the practice surf- putting surfaces are supposed to be exactly how the, the – the, uh, I don't know the terminology is, but, like, with yeah. the or whatever. But it was smooth. Yeah. yeah, they were. They were – it was, it was nice. <laughs> what, was the, what was the cost? I'm sorry. What was the cost? Uh, it was – it was eighty nine dollars out of county and fifty six in county. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. The thing is, because that course actually um, was shut down for a while, and they brought it back, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's what I just said. It's like, it's like ten seconds ago. Oh. Well, man. <laughs> Next thing. Um, so, so anyway, um, <laughs> so um, was the first time you played with us. What, so talk a little bit about your first experience of playing with the golf DMV crew. And you can be, you know, obviously. Yeah, be brutally honest. Brutally honest. Can take it. Yeah. All right. Um, well, for we'll starters, I'll start with something positive. Um, <laughs> I, rode, okay. I rode with Claude. Uh, I rode with Claude and uh claude you're like one of the most like i don't know if you if you know i don't know if it's been a while since you all were like rode with somebody you just don't know you never met before in the same cart but the experience ride with you claude was, was fantastic like you know it was constant conversation you know we we're you know constantly chopping up about different things and it was it was a really positive experience you know and you, you kind of get worried like ah uh, you know how how's this guy gonna be you don't know you know but it was it was a lot of fun like we we had a ball um i think we played with a Gabray and somebody else. I think it was a, probably it was a, Rick. Rick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, we had a good time. I mean, I I, I personally I mutually decided not to put you with Rick. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I personally, uh, my, my brother loves uh like presidents, but I personally can't stand it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, join the club, buddy. Join the club. Yeah, it's a great good course, taste. Like just the you know, in terms of difficulty, but I just it's not, you know. But I I I, I had a, a great time, especially the fellowship afterwards. It was it was a lot of fun. Speaking of the fellowship afterwards, we we took we took it upon ourselves to have like an impromptu bachelor party for you, mm-hmm. um, where we gave you some <laughs> some some solid marriage, marital advice, and then some just not so like it like it started out so good and positive, and yeah. then it kind of then it kind of it was like went, it got out of control after after a while. Like at what point did did you realize? Okay, at what point did you start like not paying attention to what we're saying and just so laughing at what we're saying? To be honest, that that was from the well, I was paying attention to everything, but I was laughing from the jump. Like because <laughs> that time, it, it just reminds you of like you know just hanging with the fellas and family. Like it, it felt like a you know family, like just right. you know chopping it up, you know ribbing each other and all that type of stuff. And and uh, you know, I, I, LB, you know, believe me or not, I took a lot of the stuff that you said to heart, and I actually listened to a lot of that stuff. Thank you. Mm. Tell these, tell these guys. See, the age, this grade means something. 
You know what I mean? I've been around the block a couple of times. I know that's, that's what it means. <laughs> Just listen to time. Them, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> time is undefeated is what it means. Bless your Tom Brady. And so uh, thank you so much, uh, number one, for reaching out to the show and hanging with us, man. And, you know, uh, we loved having you in and embracing you as part of the Golf DMV family. But then joining us also as a sponsor for Where'sMyMeeting.com. Talk a little bit about Where'sMyMeeting.com. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about your company and when it started and what you do. Sure. So we are an AV production and live stream company. We focus on live, hybrid, and in-person conferences. Um, nowadays, uh, AV companies in, in like this hybrid, you know, virtual environment, you need an AV company who will be the on-site technicians. They'll provide all of the AV equipment to rent. Uh, and you need a company who will live stream that event out to a live stream platform. So currently nowadays you have either a company that will do just the AV portion or the live stream portion. And moving past that, you have companies who are called event management application companies where they're pretty much like a virtual conference room where you can take your live event and then put it into a virtual platform where they, you know, track the conferences, excuse me, the attendees, Uh, you know, it's like a level of security uh, in terms of the organizations that are able to log on and register for the event. But they that they don't provide the on-site technicians or the equipment to live stream out and do just an entire AV event. Uh, we started a couple of years ago. Um, I've been in the AV world most of my life. Uh, my background, my family's background is in theater. Um, I mentioned on a, a, another thing we're doing called about um, my family who who started you know the first Black American theater. Uh, here in the United States. And it, so it's just kind of running my blood. And um, a couple of years ago, I was talking to my fiance and she was like, well, why don't we just, why don't we take this business and turn it into, you know, take the family business and turn it into something viable where we can, you know, be our own bosses, make, you know, start our own company. And from there, just, it really just took off. Uh, especially, you know, COVID was very unfortunate and it still is obviously, but, you know, we were able to capitalize a little bit off of that with the virtual environment in the hybrid environment and just adding another level and aspect to AV as a whole. Uh, so somebody, a natural question, somebody might, might ask, right. It's like, okay, well, that's cool. But like, if I, you know, I got a company, I got like, you know, a, a big 500 person conference. I want to run. Why don't I just have everybody just join up a zoom and their laptops, whatever. Like, like how do you guys provide uh, a level of value and service beyond just, you know, people just doing it themselves. Well, the funny thing about Zoom now, they, like Zoom's kind of smartened up to that. Like they don't they don't just let, you know, 5000 people jump into a a local Zoom conference. You know what I mean? Right. They now have their own platform where they're now doing their event management. They're now doing their registration. Uh, and you and even to get to that amount of people, like when you have a big conference like that, you need to have a you know a special Zoom account and they won't just let you live stream in any old kind of way. Like, there's, okay. there's you know, certain security measures they use. And that's why. People now are using event management companies and excuse me, event platform companies to host those events. So like, for example, uh, we can stream out to Zoom, right? That'll be like, you know, where I'm at a conference, we're here on Zoom, Mm -hmm. then it's just my one feed going into Zoom. Then it goes out to one of these event platform companies that hold all the registration, that hold all, Ah, you know, that hold all the security measures that, that, uh, that they're able to then go to, you know, session this session that break out this break out that like it's it's all organized that way in a way that zoom is not. Okay. All right. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, um, yeah. So on on the heels of that, just not as serious. Like it, so since you've been doing this, uh, uh, and, and again, um, 
you guys sound like you have it all together. You're very successful and everything. And we're happy to have you on the show as a, as a sponsor. What has been, what has been the most interesting thing you've seen about running one of your live meetings? And while you think about that, I can tell you that just as a, as an I, cause I'm an IT guy. So we were kind of cold, you know, we do, we do a lot of stuff virtual even before the, uh, the pandemic happened. And, um, one instant, one instance recently at a quarterly meeting of my company where there's 80 people, we're all on Zoom, everybody's live. And you know, it's, and listen, I'm going to keep it lit. If you're listening, you know, it's four brothers here. I'm going to keep it 100. It's only like seven black people in the company, but we're all very smart, good engineers, blah, blah, blah. So we were on there. Everybody's getting settled in. They see, I was like, all right, um, like a couple minutes, we finished start. And it hits that, you know, everybody's kind of rumbling in the background. It hits that quiet, like when you're in a cafeteria and it gets quiet for that one second. They got quiet for that one second. You can hear somebody say, Sit your beep bleep down on the motherfucking bleep fuck. Like, I was like, oh no. And then, and then the N-word got dropped. He said, no, Nick, I'm on the thing. <laughs> like, and, bro. And I just put my head down and text my homie. I text, text, shout out my man Mike Blunt. If he's listening, Mike Blunt, you know, you know what he is. 100 percent PG. I text him, I said, Mike, was that you? He was like, no, bro, that wasn't me. So anyway, <laughs> got yo, watch the mute. Like, really, really get on mute before you uh, mm-hmm. before you start yelling mm-hmm. out. But yeah, but yeah, having said that, like, what's what's one of the more interesting things you've seen maybe having take place over what he's called? Oh, I, I mean, I'll tell you a common one. A common one is a toilet flush. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. at the inopportune time. Yeah, the inopportune time is a toilet flush. But I mean, luckily, like, like with the what we try to do with these meetings, um, we try to make it so that we're not in say Zoom meetings, we're in more Zoom webinar type type of deals where. The people who are in there are automatically muted. You know what right. I mean? Not it's one way. Yeah, okay. it's like exactly. It's a one way, one way in, and you know, there, and there's no outgoing. So okay, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and, right. I mean, but but see, but that's what you run the risk of if you don't have a company like right. Where'sMyMeeting.com running running your stuff. And so, give us a range of the like of the scale of events that you can do. Maybe someone says, "Well, my mine's probably going to have maybe fifteen as a small presentation," or someone's listening and they've got about you know one hundred fifty or two hundred. Uh, give us a scale of, 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 of the type of events and venues and stuff like that. Uh, well, look, we started doing church services. You know, so it wasn't we we didn't start doing you know most recently we did like a uh we did a, a thousand person virtual conference with 500 attendees in in person you know but we didn't start doing that we started with uh doing church services and you know i i'll say this you know there, there's really no measure to how big or small of an event we'll tackle because all the the people who we use are contractors and gig workers in the av community and that's something that's been really important to my fiance and I and everyone involved with the company is that, you know, when, when the pandemic hit, you know, the lifeline really of our country is the, the contractors, the gig workers, people who freelance, you know what I mean? So those are the people who we employ. So if we have, you know, something small that we, that we can manage on the back end and just throw one technician out there, one, you know, AV engineer, video engineer, or stream technician or, or whatever, uh, for something small, then that, we'll absolutely do it, you know, because we're, we're then still passing work on to folks, you know, especially in, you know, just to be honest with you, like when, when things started to open back up, it was a little bit harder for people who look like us to get the first cracks at the conferences as they were coming back. You know what I mean? So for our company, it really was important for us to make sure, you know, people of color, you know, were able to, you know, get back into the contract and gig working community, you know, uh, industry. It's fall. Fall's coming up. You know, the holidays right around the corner. You're going to be playing these parties and these new year things. You know, don't 
get you know uh you know as as Vern will say Ray Ron and them to 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 hold their camera and put it on Facebook you know what I'm saying <laughs> don't get Mookie to you know well Mookie can do the sound and then uh you know uh Kayvon can then do the camera <laughs> don't get them to do it and you're thinking to yourself got this conference coming up and I was thinking I, I can probably do it myself no you can't where's my meeting.com they'll they'll you know hook it up and let them know you heard about them on the show uh uh, uh here and so people can go to your website right and, and the website is where's my meeting.com any other contact information for for you and your services uh you you can reach out to us uh by email at a uh, contact uh contact at where's my meeting.com or if you'd like to give us a call you can give us a call at 240-230-7078 all right, awesome, man. Uh, just a second ago, you said, my fiance, I'm going to need you to go ahead and upgrade oh, upgrade, up, oh, upgrade <laughs> when she hears this. Oh, when she hears this. Yeah, Excuse yeah, me, yeah. my wife. She sees this, my wife. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> you wife. can bring up to the camera for those who are listening. <laughs> oh, just yeah. to prove to us. <laughs> She's yeah. not even here. He's already afraid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Thank you, Vern. Thank you for catching it. We're all about keeping the peace in the homes here That's on, right. on, yeah. on, on Golf DNB. So, yeah, again. Happy for, wife, happy life, right? There you go. For all of your, you know, needs there when it comes to these virtual uh, and hybrid things. I mean, you have a situation people in a room and you want to stream it. uh, Where's my meeting? Dot, uh, dot com is the place to go. Uh, so let's continue talking about golf. So you joined us, Lou, at LP that first time that we played, um, but the guys went back. And so we have this whole thing. If anyone's been listening to, 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 to the show, mm-hmm. we, we're, we're at the stage now where we say the correct tees for us are 6K. I'm good with moving up to 55, 50, 53. I don't care. You know, I mean, the closer up, the, the better. Glenn started this text chain uh, two weeks ago. And so we said, okay, going to play up. And you went to LP, you guys played up. Where did you play from? Well, for number one, who was there? Well, number one, go ahead. You go ahead, LB. You tell them. Oh, okay. Uh, me, Vern, uh, Glenn, and our buddy, Rick. Yeah, went to and, L- went yeah. to Bennett. With Bennett. Little LB, Little Bennett. Oh, I thought you said LP. LP, LB. No, who was the LB, Little Bennett. Okay. Yeah. And and just, just to note, Rick was in my cart oh. again. I'm just <laughs> saying this. I'm putting this out on front street. The last few times we played, I get Rick in my cart. And I think I've done my Rick penance for the rest of the year. <laughs> Rick, uh, Rick should not be in my car anymore the rest of the year. I love Rick. He my dude. Yeah, love, he we all love my, Rick. He gives him my blankety-blank nerves. So put him in someone else's car the next time he's playing with us. That's I will say this. I volunteer. I volunteer yeah. for the rest of the year yeah. whenever it is I'm going to But play. you don't play. <laughs> you don't play. So that don't really count. Just take it off. Just, everybody catching these trades today. So uh, for those so for those listening who don't know, our buddy Rick, I don't know if you have a person like this in your group, but our buddy Rick, great guy. I love him too. But we love her. LB is not lying when he says he gets on because on the He's first annoying. He's annoying. on the first team when he pulled up. Or like maybe on the second tee box, I asked LB something, you know, what you can tell when somebody's annoyed or whatever. I'm saying, LB, you can say, yeah, one word answers. Just no. <laughs> early, that early in the round. Early yeah. in the round, straight to the tee box, Dang. just stepped off. I was like, all right, cool. I got. I was like, what is he? I was like, what's happening? I was like, oh, Rick's in his car. <laughs> so I knew immediately. But look, here's the deal. So when I got there, I was yeah. looking for Glenn. Glenn and Rick were there first. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. Let me find Glenn so I can get in his car. Because <laughs> I know they both had carts. I'm looking around for Glenn. I can't find Glenn, and then here come Rick. I guess I'm riding with Rick today. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, and 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 and, and you know, I've been tied up and stuff like that. But the next time, the next time we're together, Rick can ride with me for the rest of the season. It's all and watch this. Not just for the rest of the season, but early into next year as well. Thank you. How I about that? that. Yeah, yeah. That. It's all good. So anyway, it's you yes. four there. Where That's did you four. play from? 
what is I don't have my scorecard in front of me. I think it's 52, 53, something 53. like that. It ended up being about 53. About 5,300 okay. is where we so play my, from. So yeah. my first question, number mm-hmm. one, is how did it feel passing all the other tee boxes and moving to, like, the, the, the front ones? For me, it felt fine. I'm sure for Burn, it probably felt a little weird. Because even like, Rick like cheating. Point, yeah, because yeah, like on, on the first hole, if you remember LP, the first hole, I'm sorry, LP. A little bit at the first mm-hmm. hole, you have to hit over a ravine, you know, over right. to the, to the and it's real tight on the left, from, too. You can't the goals. miss that, yeah, not from the goal because the goals you go all the way there, up you up, you across the ravine, beautiful on on from 52, 52 and the left right opens right. up over there, which is beautiful, yes, it was fine. <laughs> well, yes, most most of us didn't lose the ball, mm-hmm. um, so I ended up with a par, I think, on I think I parred the first hole, I don't have my scorecard from there. Uh, but I, but but that's not unusual. I've part that hole before because it's not once your once your tee shot is safe, the rest of it's pretty easy, right? At least on, to, in my opinion, at least. Um, so I'll cut to the chase. At the end of the round, we were I think it was by hole fourteen or so. Glenn said, "For us to have played up front, we all are very quiet and pretty somber based on how we played." Yes, because nobody played great. We we still struggled in all the places that we always struggle. I ended up with an eighty-seven from up there, which is nice. it is what the you, lowest score can, you, done before. What you not, can do from the not where no, I've no, I think I've, my best score there playing from the whites is probably a ninety-two or ninety-three or something okay. in that range. Because okay. um, because whole usually whole nine and eighteen kill me. And this time, only nine killed me. I parred 18. Um, but nine, I think I got, yeah, I went plus three on nine. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a great, yeah. So, say again. So, 86. 87. I think it ended up with 87. Okay. Um, the one thing I will say, and then you, Bert, you can give them some more detail. Yeah. After playing up front at Little Bennett, I feel really, really I feel a lot better about the time that I did shoot really low up front. Uh, well, wait, hold on now. Let's, 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 yeah, yeah, Louisville. Yes. Let's pause I, there. Now, yeah. why is that? Because was the course in Louisville as hard as a little bit? It's no, tricky. No, yeah, a little, little bit is still a difficult course. Yeah. But when I uh, – I hadn't played up front. Right. I hadn't played that close since Louisville. Since Louisville. Right, right. And to, to go out there and struggle like we did – Right. In my, you know, based Val- on validate your Louisville score, yeah, even though it was all flat and yeah. wide open and everything. Okay, well, it wasn't all wide open, and it, it wasn't very flat either. But a 74, a plus three is a plus three, uh, yeah. So, uh, you, you can, I can't, LB's I can't say right. nothing. No, yeah, exactly. LB's right, exactly. LB's right, LB's so. right. Because I had, so I uh, I ended up with like an 85, I think. I had no driver that day, I should have done way better. We all should have done better. We, that's true. We all yeah. should have done much better. So, so walked walked away feeling like you know should like so so I mean scores were better, but you walked away not feeling great about the, your game because yeah. like well, should, yeah. I should have done better from yeah your scores up. are better because you're a thousand yards up, so your mistakes aren't as aren't as uh, mm-hmm. as costly or whatever. So um, uh, I still have to put the score in my scorecard, and Glenn is waiting for that. He just keeps he texts me about it once already. Like <laughs> put that score in there because he wants my handicap to drop because he wants to go up. <laughs> um, but but what, what will happen? Because I, I did mine already. It just okay. won't take. It won't accept it because right. it, because right. that score like is so bad. It won't. Um, it won't get. 
calculate it because it takes your top your best ten rounds. Yeah, yeah. Now if I do it five more times, then I'm gonna, then I'm I'm in trouble. But, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's what I figured okay. would happen. So here, so and to be and I'm gonna just, you know we'll have to get Glenn on the show one time. But I'm gonna speak for him this time. At the end, he said, "Look, if I'm gonna shoot, I think he ended up shooting like a 94, 95, 92 somewhere in there." Mm-hmm. He said, "If I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do it. I can do that from the white tees." So surprisingly, yeah. I, which surprised mm-hmm. me, I thought he was gonna be like, "This is where I'm gonna be at from now on." Mm-hmm. But he's just gonna do it from back there. So if he's gonna, you know, and if we got Bird with this week and we play with Aaron, you know, Aaron ain't having that. So I got, <laughs> I got to play from six thousand. <laughs> well, see, he, now here's the thing, and Vern said something that made me think, and I was like, you know what, Vern, Vern's right. Like we can move up and 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 and, and whatever. But I, I I think what Vern said is one hundred on one hundred percent on point when he's like. It is the distance isn't what kills any of us. No, it, it, it and so it, it, it's the inconsistency. Like I've seen everyone play well from the six k. It's just yeah. that we don't consistently play mm-hmm. well, even within a round. Like right. yeah. you can have a great round on the front nine, and or or, or mm-hmm. and, and then the back does you in, or you can you know be horrible to start, and then the back nine you catch fire, or even have a great round one round, and the next time you play. So it's not even really the distance no. that's going to help help us it's, it's a bad shot. being able just, to score yeah chips. like it's, 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 yeah. like forget moving up if i would just stop three putting i would like that's literally probably six strokes off if i would stop three putting as much as as much as i do you know what i mean yeah. um and yeah so it's like it's like maybe it's not just last week i thought moving up to get better would be the answer then move back and now i've already switched the seven no, days, i will but... say this about moving up the one thing i do like about moving up is my second shots on some of those holes, instead of it being a, a a five or six iron, is now a nine or eight iron. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that part is is that part I enjoy. It made me feel better better about my 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 distance handicap that I do have because I'm not a long driver of a ball. Right. So I felt. You know, it, it's it's easy. I can hit a nine iron easier than I can a six iron. I mean, right. And I think most of us can. Um, so that's that's should be where the where the improvement comes in when you move up. Instead of hitting a six iron into the green, you're hitting a nine iron, sometimes even a pitching wedge, which you should. And I put in air quotes should be more should be more accurate with. So you should have a lot more greens and regulation playing from a shorter, a closer in distance than you would from a, a normal six thousand or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Glenn said something in, in the in the group chat, and uh, and Lou, you can you can chime in here. You get your thoughts on what it would be like to move up. But he said he said a couple things. One, he said if you're trash from six thousand fifty five hundred, is not going to make a big difference. Like in in the case when we say trash, we're talking like, um, like you said, like you said, Claude. It's not like oh well, you know, man, you know, Browns just he's so money with his irons. It's just he can't hit them long enough. No, he can. You know, I hit it to about one hundred fifty yards from the green, and then chunk it or miss the green and then i have to chip and scramble mm-hmm. that yeah so all the shots all of our strokes as has been said a thousand times are coming within 150 to 100 yards of of the of the target it's, it's never getting there so um and then the other thing i was trying to examine when we were having this deep this group text conversation i was i started thinking i was like well we handicap the beautiful thing about the handicap system uh shout out to the guy who created it, whose name I, I had up here but i can't remember because i got the odds up now and gambling is more important um <laughs> When they created the handicap, the handicap is the, is the purest representation of skill in golf. So in theory, you could play from 5,500 uh, for as long, you could be a, a five or a single digit shooter from 5,500. And it's not because originally I thought I was like, well, if you move up, it kind of, uh, you know, uh, um, 
it'll mess up your, you know, your skill rating. Like, well, you're good from here, but not from here. But that's not true. That's not the case. If right. you're a boat, like LB said, if you're a boat, it factors distance in. Distance is factored in at the course. So, because mm-hmm. there's a course handicap rating for 5,000 as there is for six and yeah. seven. Right. So, you know, you can go up there and if you can put up, like you say, you know, 75, 74, they're like, oh, okay, cool. He's, he's, you know, he's a 12 or a 13 or whatever that is, or a 10. And the thought that I had was, so instead of making it about distance, because if everything you go online, if you go online right now and say, oh, what, you know, where should I play from? It's all around like how far do you hit your five iron and your driver or whatever. Mm-hmm. My thing is where, based on your handicap, where would it be most fun to play from? That's, that's what I'm because, and that's what I told LB at, when we pulled up because he can play as a 15 or whatever he, or 14, he can play from 6k. He can probably play from 67, can probably play from 67, but w- do you want that grind? Is it going to suck? Is it going to, you know, right. so if it's more fun mm-hmm. to play from 55, if it's faster, if you lose less balls and, and you can work in a rotation where you're hitting all your clubs, it would be different if you were just driver wedge, driver wedge. Cause th- then when you move back, you might be trash. Like you might have to hit a three wood mm-hmm. and you can't do nothing. But if you make a concerted effort to hit, to like hit all the clubs in your bag and you find it fun, yeah, move up. Move up and play from 55, you know, or if you already play from 67 and you, and you were like, oh, this is laborious, then move up to 62. Move up, move up, move up a set of tee boxes. It's not going to affect your skill. Your skill will be a, a pro, a properly rated. Yeah. I, gar- exactly. I guarantee it. Yeah. So yeah. thinking about Tom, it that way. Thomas I'm King, King. King. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you got Exactly. So that's the thing. So that's what it'll be. I said, I think, I think you would have more fun from 6,000 if you were at 10, if you were slightly better. Because so it becomes right. how good do you need to be to play from a certain tee box and still have fun? That's kind of where I, that's kind of where I was at with it. When you first started playing, what was the whole tee box system? Because we talked about this before. I wish that when I started playing, I'm sure I was playing from further back than we play now, which was ridiculous. But I didn't know any better. Like, where, where, where did you start, start play, playing from? I mean, I've generally just been playing in the middle tees. Like, there's usually like the white or, you know, the blue tees, like the, you know, just usually what the middle tee is um, until you get that one guy who's like, you know, let's play in the back. Everybody playing in the back today. You know, then, you know, you can't just, you'll, you'll play with them, but you know, normally it's been the middle tees. Like, and I, I agree with, uh, with what Vern was, was uh, Vern was saying earlier is like, it's about fun. And also it's about who you're playing with. You know, if you're, if you're trying to introduce some new people to the game, don't, don't go to your tee. Right. You know what I mean? Go and don't play go and have the time. Or if you're taking your lady to, to, you know, to play, like I, I've played, the lady tees with my lady and, you know, still enjoyed it. You know what I mean? It's, it's really all about having fun. But like, I, I think that personally, I think like, I like, I like you all system of the, the 6,000 yards. I think that's a good, good way to play. And, you know, just to kind of be consistent, but you know, like you said, it's all about fun. Like don't, don't stress yourself out to get the, the game is hard enough. <laughs> yes. yes. Stress yourself out worrying about exactly which tee you have to play and why. And, you know, yeah. 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 Right. yeah. yeah and that's, that's something you said. I think, I think that we have lost sight of is, enjoy yourself and have fun okay because and i and i blame I, well i blame golf dmv for at least on, for, for us no, I, no, I, blame, I blame golf dmv for it because you blame golf dmv for us yeah i do i mean oh, I was like he because, said the record to me i didn't know what was happening okay no 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 okay. it's, it's 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 this show okay. for me at least i think that has caused golf in, in in some days, and I, I had this conversation with, with Coach B the other night, we, we were at dinner. Mm-hmm. There are times now where I don't look forward to playing golf anymore. Some Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings when that alarm goes off, yeah. I'm like, F golf, I want to go back to sleep. Oh, no. But because we have this show and this audience who are depending on me, to play golf and report what I've seen and what I've experienced, yeah, I get my ass out of bed and I go and I go play. Yeah. Um, 
so to your point of of having fun mm-hmm. it used it, i mean it still is fun sometimes but those times and i'm, I'm being very honest here I, this, is, this is right now this is therapy this is this is gray goose therapy right now um <laughs> There are there, LB's there, therapy session brought to you in part by Greg Goose. Yeah. And Greg Goose, uh, <laughs> yeah, which I got on sale this weekend in New Jersey. Um there are there are there are times when I don't want to practice. There are times when I don't want to play. I just want to say, F golf, I'll get back with you when I see you. But because I know what we do now, it almost sometimes, and it's not all the time, but sometimes it becomes an obligation now. Right. And it's not, I'm not doing it because I want to do it or I enjoy it. I'm doing it because I feel like I have to do it because they are for content here. And and dare I say, there are people depending on me and my opinions of this game. (laughs) All five. So, but so, but but to that, I mean, yeah. And to your point, Lou, I think we, let me phrase that. I think I have, have, it, it has, it has eclipsed the fun part to me. Some days to to a, almost daily a job, man. You may need a golf break. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I, <laughs> you yeah. may you need. Know, a you know, you're absolutely break. right. I, yeah. I think I, I think I do have one coming up. I'm yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I don't know, I don't know where I'm going to take it, but there is. I, I do need a I do need a, a golf vacation. Yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to low bandage off for for Bandit, man. I'm gonna have to really slow this shit. No, down. I can't I can't I can't wait for Bandit. I mean, you so know, Bandit's is different. That's a whole that's a whole year. Yeah, away. no, I mean, and I haven't again. I haven't played in a while, but I mean, I had I had two and a half weeks with U.S. Open stuff, and then I was in Seattle this past week. I mean, I just had stuff coming up, and 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 it, no, it's interesting that you know to say that. Um, from so so jumping from well jumping from that to what my plan is going to be for the rest of the fall, <laughs> right. I'm like like what here here's what I'm here's what I'm going to try what I'm going to try to do okay because I've all, this I, you can go back to the different seasons of golf DMV throughout the different years and you will always hear here's my plan to get better right you, I mean and we and we've all yeah. had it and you have great plans you have great plans. Great plan. Hardly, hardly ever comes through within. I mean, just from every day while I'm watching a certain show, when the commercial breaks, I'm going to put every day during the commercial breaks, do it maybe one or two days. Okay. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to wake up in the morning before, cause I get up super early in the morning for, for morning radio here in the DMV. And so before I head out to the, to the studio, it's quiet in the house. I'm coming up to the basement. I'm just going to chip and putt for 20 minutes before I leave the house. Hardly ever do it. I mean, I always have a plan. I mean, I even thought about going up to the Patuxent Greens when they were open and just hitting into the net. You know, for fifty dollars a month, you can have all access to the net. Like, and that's dumb. Like, why would any? But yeah, LB, you remember me saying that when I was like, you know what? Yes, I, think, I remember that. I think yeah. it's fifty dollar a month. <laughs> I think it's fifty dollar a month. That's a great. That's a great scam. I just thought about that. I'm gonna set that up. Look, they gonna pay me fifty dollars a month to make this show. That's not some Laurel PG County bullshit. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm going to join the, the Protection Greens net membership. I mean, there was so many different stupid. I, I, and, and this was dumb. And you know what? I, you know what I bought for, for like sixty dollars two seasons ago? A net, my own net. And I don't have to pay fifty dollars a month to use it. It cost me fifty dollars, and I had it in the backyard for like you know for like a month. And and now you know where yeah, it, where it's at. It's it's right beside the elliptical machine in the bag that it came oh, in, God. right along with Manny's tent where we're supposed to go camping. Fail also, starts. <laughs> right. I mean, it's that's where it is. But despite all that, I have another plan. Very good plan. All right. Well, one plan. One plan was actually working out okay because in between my uh, the the morning station WGTS and and home, 
Needwood is. And and I had that Needwood driving range mm-hmm. executive non-membership thing. And I was going to the range and to the executive course in, in a little short game area, uh, maybe two to three times a week. And Vern even said that he saw a change in my short game uh, during that stretch when I was mm-hmm. actually doing that. And then they took that membership away because they got money hungry over the pandemic. And so they, so they stripped me of that. And, and, and so, so, so I, I stuck with that one. So I think I can, I, I think I can do this one. Here's my plan. Anytime that I go play, that I'm going to go play golf, it's all fun. It's all fun. I'm going to keep the score, but it's all fun. I mean, okay. and, and, I, you know, I, and, and Vern and I were talking about off the tee box and how I don't, I, it's like I clam up and don't try to generate power. I'm, I'm just going to try to bomb it. I don't care where it goes. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm bracing the shot. I'm just going to hit it. Just swing as, as hard as you can and try to get it out there and just do do whatever. You know what I mean? And really focus on joking, whatever. I'm going to do that. But I'm just going to play for fun, try stuff. It, it is what score is what it is. But I'm going to sign up yet again for not just three lessons with John Russell, four or five, or how many have I did? I'm going to sign up for, I think, the 10 or 15, whatever the max Ooh. is package. That's right, at Golf Tech with, with, with John Ross. And so, uh, so essentially, golf is going to be recreation and just fun. I don't even care about the score. You know, even at the range, go out and hit, just do whatever. Um, for, for the rest of the fall into early, you know, 2022, mm-hmm. while I try to tune up with what John Ross, because with that membership, you also get access to the, you know, the bays, you know, when you need practice time and stuff like that. That, that is what my plan is going to be. Okay, that's great. You said, listen, if you don't sound like a politician trying to convince us about your golf career, <laughs> right, and it's only because right. I know you, because I'm trying to convince that, myself too. That you do, you really are. <laughs> yeah. You're really going hard. Mm-hmm. Now, for the people listening, mm-hmm. they're like, hey, this is a great idea. And people listening, you're right. But we've been around for a long time. And mm-hmm. this, you know, I'm going to let me say what you got. But yeah, the whole yeah. time I'm listening, I was like, this is great. I love all this positivity <laughs> and all this extra stuff. But I'm sitting like the cynical voter, just like, all right, all right. Yes. Oh, this is like, like, okay, yeah. positivity this time. That's yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's not going to work. And here's why. Here's why. <laughs> One, you said, I'm trying to go out and hit the ball. I'm going to have fun. And I'm going to, I don't care about my score. I'm going to write down my score, but I don't care. The first time you write down the plus three, you're going to care. So that, that eliminates that part right there. Secondly, if you're taking lessons and you're going out there and I'm just going to hit the ball as hard wait, wait, as I can. Wait, but, but before but before you go to part two, let me ask you about, about one thing about part one. So, 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 so as opposed, so I'm going to, I'm going to try to finesse my way into you saying, well, that won't work, Claude, but this will work. So me doing that, you know, sir, I'm going to take my score down, but I'm not going to care. That won't work. But what if I don't write my score? Will that work? So that will help. <laughs> because okay. yeah, if, if you don't if you don't write it down now, you just it, it's it's just in your head, and hopefully you're like me, you'll forget by the next hole what you just had. Right. Okay. Um, so, okay. But the, the I'll, other I'll part of that, that is part. okay. Second okay, part. if you're going to if you're going to take lessons with John Ross and come out to the course, it doesn't make sense for you to come out there and just hit the ball and try and be Bryson DeChambeau. That's that, that that's stupid because you've just wasted your money from. Yeah. Take a lesson from John Ross to teach you something. If you're going to go, if you're going to play, quote unquote, just for fun, you gotta. And, that, and there here lies the problem with the just for fun part of it. How do you take the lessons from John Ross, incorporate that into an actual golf swing and doing a golf round, right. and and mm-hmm. make it fun for yourself? Yeah. How do you? Therein lies the quandary. 
How do you improve? Right. How do you improve and take that stuff and put it to work, put it to use on the course and still have fun and not get frustrated and disgusted with golf during the process? How many lessons did you take? I'm sorry. How many lessons did you have before, Claude? Thing, but I believe I only had like five or six with him over like a two year period. Over like a two year period. Yeah. So the, the cool thing about all of this, Lou, is how he just threw numbers at it. That's what I heard. He said, "Listen, before I had a three or four package. Now I have ten. I'm just I'm dropping money. This is what this yeah, is what, this what politicians do. We, mm-hmm. we we throw money at it. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna commit to ten lessons. Here's two thousand dollars. Now look at me. And then next year before banning, <laughs> guys, I don't even know if I want to. You know, so okay. So now, what's a more measured plan? What a more measured plan be to shut down on course play while I do lessons no, in the winter? No, no, or? no, no, no. You know what I think it is? What? I think it's to move up. I think it's to go back to what we talked about in the text. I think you play because that'll combine the ability to have fun while trying to keep a score. So you just you just stick to under under six k, whatever the first few boxes under six thousand. That's where you play from. Mm-hmm. I think LB would join you. Now you guys want to do the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, LB said he joined. As yeah, a matter of fact, mm-hmm. if I could, uh, uh, you know, Glenn was mad at, at the way it turned out, but I, I thought I was going to do a thing next week at Birdwood where Aaron and I play from the Whites or wherever. There's the Middle mm-hmm. Tees, and then uh, LB and Glenn play up, and then see if we can see if we could do something there. See what we could do. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I'm, fi- I'm fine with. Honestly, I have no problem playing for. Yeah, I think you would like it. I, I, th- I think you would like it, Claude. I think that's the best way because it basically playing up will give you the sort of executive course feel while allowing you to actually practice golf mm-hmm. shots. And if you make a concerted effort to do so, you can go through every club in your back. Like, so, you know, make sure you pick your wood, make, you know, uh, pick your irons and all the short game stuff will still be there. Okay, so maybe this is a better approach then. What if we do, what if, what if we do this? My way, I mean me. What if I do this? Sign up for the lessons with John Ross. Absolutely. But treat every single round that I play like a practice round. I'm just working on okay. stuff that he and You're I work on. Stuff that yes. you yeah, and short game and practice. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and so, and so even then. We all do that. I can take score, but at the same time, I'm literally just working. Like, even if he changes something in the swing and it's a little uncomfortable, I'm only doing what he showed me to do. Right. And so that way I can use that round as a way to just report back to him what's going on and try yeah, to. What's working, what's not working. Yeah, just to, you know. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I told, I told uh, Glenn, um, Glenn, I told Vern this, uh, we played a little bit. I got to like the 16th hole and then realized I had done, I haven't practiced my swing in the house for two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Dry swing in the house, dry swing, dry swing. I get to the course and what did I do? I would revert it right back to my old swing until I got to like hole 15, 16. Like, dumbass, what the you've been doing the whole <laughs> round, man? You've been using the old swing, not the new swing. Soon as I hit the new swing, the ball went, you know, an extra twenty yards. Last couple of holes he played was was dope. He just played it great. He played. Yeah, because I used my I used my new swing that I had been practicing for two weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, like, what have you been doing, man? I will say this: Lawrence's frustration with golf hasn't isn't coming to me as a surprise because he has been really, really frustrated the last few rounds that I've been out there. So I, I, yeah. I, how has it been with him the last? Because I haven't been in a month and a half or so. Yeah. So how has it been since during that time? Because you have been seeming really frustrated with the game. Uh, it was it was normal. It was normal. normal it starts out with it starts out with hope. There's hope in there in the beginning, and then and it didn't help that he had Rick on the bag. Uh, you know this week. Um, so yeah, normal hope there. And then, you know this week he's got the only benefit this week is he's got to get up early, but but uh, he doesn't have to drive because we're going all yes. the way down to Charlottesville, Lou, to play Birdwood with Aaron. So it's like a two and a half hour drive. So I'll be driving down. 
and Glenn will be driving back whether he knows it or not. And then, uh, and then I got the, not, yeah, and I got the back seat. I've already yeah, yeah. You, you can go back there and you can sleep. I just got to clean it out and everything. So in in the in the two years you've been playing, Lou, like you're hearing us talk like a bunch of crazy people, like about this about this, you know, practice cycle. I'm down. I'm up. I'm down. Like, have you had at least one of these rotations yet? Where you're like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. No, I'm going to go back over here yet. Or or have you been pretty steadfast in your uh, your your practice routine and stuff like that? Yes, I have had like like golf. Is, you golf fatigue is a real thing. You know, like we when I started playing, um, it was gung ho. You know, I played all through the winter, freezing cold, you know, 35 degrees outside, bought new clubs. As soon as I get my new driver, I want to try that out. You know, my 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 fam- cousins come in town for the spring. You know, they, they want to hit the best course and, and you want to you know practice and try to show them how, how good because they've been trying to invite you out, you know, for the past 10 years. You know what I mean? And so it was a, it was a progression thing. And then I went through the the, uh, the trying to lower your score. I was trying to break 100. So trying to just play each game to try to get that that score to go down, you know, two, three, you know, percentage of points or whatever, you know, going down. So, yeah, absolutely. Like I've gone through that whole, that, that golf fatigue thing. And it it actually just recently hit me, like, you know, going, just going through the whole wedding process. Like I I just was like, I don't even want to play, you know, like I have no interest right now, you know, but, (laughs) but it, 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 like, like, like the thing that Claude's going through, I I think that that's, that's absolutely okay. It's fine. And, And like what you all were saying, like, just, you know, find find that thing that that makes you happy while you're on the, on the golf course. You know, what that one thing that'll bring you back. You know, what I mean, because there's always gonna be one thing that'll bring you back to the golf course if you've been playing for a while. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think the I've said this before, the seasonality helps us. You know, up here in the Mid Atlantic, for if you if you run in, if you've been cranking like we have all year, and you get to winter where you can't play. I'll, I'll, I feel like this is the cool thing about golf. As much as it's like, oh, you know, we're on again, off again. You only need like a month where you absolutely can't even go outside before you're like, man, I can't right. wait till it warms up again. Yeah, we'll go out there and hit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah. You hit a bird's chirping in the morning, like, ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Golf is back and I'm back out there. We got some APGA stuff, uh, LB, that you wanted uh, uh, to get to. Yeah, so the APG had their season finale. Uh, actually, just ended today, I believe, the 22nd was their, yeah, uh, Tuesday and Thursday. I'm sorry. <laughs> Monday and Tuesday of this week was their final. Uh, they played at the uh, the Bluestone Country Club in Bluebell, Pennsylvania. Uh, the winner was Marcus Manley. I hadn't heard of him, uh, but he he finished at minus five. That was the winning score. Second place was even, so everybody else after that obviously was was uh, was over over par. Our buddy, I'm going through the list here. My, our buddy Joe Hooks finished at uh, T7, uh, plus four. He won uh, $975. Uh, some other names you all might remember from previous shows. Uh, Tim O'Neill from Savannah, Georgia, finished at T12, plus six. He won 700 bucks. Uh, I was disappointed my buddy. Uh, I'm scroll down here to get to him. A uh, couple people, I was a little disappointed in there, I, what I saw at least. Uh, Kamayo Johnson, he finished at T29, uh, plus 14 uh, out of the money, as well as uh, J.P. Thornton finished at T34, uh, plus 16. And and finally, uh, one guy, I did talk to him, I met him at, uh, at Valhalla, talked to him actually and his parents, uh, Tiger Hubbard finished at uh, for 41st place at plus 27. Uh, so that's the season finale. Our guy, uh, Willie Mack, did not play in this tournament. He should be getting ready for his uh, uh, 
corner, corner ferry tour since he's he's on that one for this year. And this is side note too. I I was telling Lou earlier that I really did I didn't do a Manny Bailey this week, and I apologize uh, for not doing that. But I did I did look through the the, uh, the leaderboard to see some of the players, and a lot of the the new players that came over from the uh, from the Corn Ferry Tour to the PGA that just got their cards. Fifty players uh, from the Corn Ferry Tour this season that got a PGA cards this season. A lot of them missed the cut. <laughs> a lot of them <laughs> missed the cut at this uh, whatever tournament was called, whose name I can't recall at the moment. But that's all I got for the APGA. So yeah, this season is done. I'll I'll keep you posted when the new season starts. And, uh, and we'll keep an eye on those players and see what they're doing. All right, so we'll have some stuff to talk about next week. They're going down to Charlottesville. Um, by next week, I'll have a new plan to get better in the fall <laughs> that will not include John Ross or plan. You don't need a new plan. Just refine your plan. Really? <laughs> just do, or just do plan. one of them. Just <laughs> do one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No more than 60 days. So. Go, I, what I need, so my new project for the next week, because I won't be picking up a golf club, <laughs> is going to be to go back and listen to all 200-plus episodes and find one of the plans that I did not execute and okay. try it again. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what I you can go back one week for that plan. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, where'smymeeting.com. That's the place to go. Uh, we'll be back next week, folks. Thanks, Luke, for hanging out, man. Thank you. Hi, this is Daniel Roof, the Real GM Radio Podcast. And while the NBA season is still pretty new, there are some interesting storylines going on. And for me, one of them is, let's call it a shift in expectations, because there are a couple teams that we expected to be not necessarily pushing the accelerator in the early going in the season, maybe seeing Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson, this purportedly strong 2023 draft class, and going, hey, we could be a part of that. And that would be the Utah Jazz and the San Antonio Spurs. Both teams are over 500 with some nice wins. And this isn't fluke. They're playing well so far, and so we will see how they build on this, how they react to it. Do they keep pushing, see if see how it can keep going, or do they change directions through trades and everything else? So that'll be something to watch in this year where the draft class is, is strong and these teams have incentives going in both directions. Hi, this is Daniel LaRue from the Real GM Radio Podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, matchups, news, in-depth analysis, and live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Can check in on your favorite games and events, including the baseball playoffs, start of the hockey season, MMA, boxing, and golf, plus sports podcasts. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts.